0: Going to turn things back over to Mr. Mark Weber, so he takes us into the second hour of this weekend's edition of Garden Talk. Good morning, Mark. So what did you learn in the
1: last hour of
0: Garden Talk? You know, Talk? you got me with this last time. <laughs> I do, uh, I was going to say I do, uh, I do try and listen, but, uh, oftentimes... You were
1: paying attention,
0: were you? No, I was not. I apologize. <laughs> my mind, my mind's got to be on news.
1: I, I, you're a newsie. I understand. <laughs> You like that? You you ever been called a newsie before?
0: Um, I think maybe once before, but it's been a while. All right,
1: you're a newsie.
0: Newsies. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good show. I have seen it. I, I I I is it a show? It's a musical, that's right. Oh, well,
1: I learn something every day. <laughs> <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, the sun is up here at the studios and it's bright and hot and hazy outside. In the next hour of Garden Talk, we're gonna talk about how to manage your lawn in the heat. And more so, we're going to give you lots of insight about how to have the best landscape ever on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO.
2: The views and opinions expressed during this program do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of Cox Media Group, Ohio.
1: And a good Saturday morning, Neil. Welcome back to the first uh, second hour of Garden Talk on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. My name is Mark Weber, and I have hosted this legendary broadcast for 28 years, and I'd love to help you with your yard gardening and landscaping challenges. Coming up in this second hour of Garden Talk, we're going to talk about the temperature. We're going to talk about the heat. We're going to talk about how to manage your plants during this time of the season. But more so, we're going to spend lots of time talking to you at 457-1290. That's 457-1290. That'll put you into the Master Control Studios. Javon is our executive producer extraordinaire. We are expecting Christy Zantini to stop by this hour as well to talk a little bit about the weather and uh, from her perspective as well. But ladies and gentlemen, this show is all about helping you. This show is all about me talking to you about how I can help you have a better-looking landscape. Um, so if you want to be part of Garden Talk today, it's real easy. Um, just go to your telephone and dial up 457-1290. That's 457-1290. That will put you into the Master Control Studios. where We're more than happy to help you along the way. And speaking of... Of the weather guru lady. How are you?
3: Good morning, Mark. I'm good. How are you? Are
1: you chilly or something? Yeah,
3: it's really cold in the studio, so I wear a blanket. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Every day. Larry makes fun of me every morning as well. Is that right? Yeah. <laughs> All
1: right. Because I, I, I saw you this morning and you had this blanket thing on. I was like, man, this lady's cold or something. Oh,
3: it is. Well, they got to keep the studio so cool because of the lights and everything. So the temperature's always. It doesn't feel anything like outside, I'll tell
1: you that. It's a little warm outside. <sighs> a little. The whole United States, the whole eastern half Yes. Is, is 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 like a clam bake here. It
3: is. It really, really is, yeah. Um, big ridge of high pressure kind of blocking out uh, the weather pattern. And for us, uh, we're getting our winds out of the south now that there's a high pressure system that's just to the southeast of the state. So... The flow around the high pressure is clockwise, which means our winds come out of the south. So we're kind of pulling all the warm gulf moisture into the Miami Valley. Mm -hmm. So it's not even like we're hot and dry. We're not dealing with hot, dry drought conditions. We're dealing with hot and very moist conditions, which it gives us kind of almost a more dangerous setup, at least to people. Mm -hmm. Um, Of course, a drought is dangerous for farmers and for, you know what I mean? Your grass and that kind of thing. Um, But when we talk about the humidity being high or a very moist air mass around us uh, when your body's sweating and there's a high moisture content to the air uh, then it makes it hard for that sweat to evaporate and evaporating sweat is what cools us off so that's why we always talk about heat index and most people are like what is that well it looks at the fact that it's hot and it's humid and then it gives a more realistic view to how hot your body will feel If that makes sense
1: so um, what's the long-term perspective how long is this supposed to last
3: I mean, we went from a warmer than normal May. We actually were fourth warmest May on record. I don't see us breaking into the top ten for June. Um, we kind of had a cool beginning of June. Yeah. And a few days here and there that are. It will end up warmer than normal, but we're not going to break top ten. Um, but at least the first week or two of July, I mean, we're just kind of not breaking that setup for us of, of being able to reach up above normal and just kind of stay there. So there really isn't a, a big cool air mass that's expected to move in really anytime soon, even the front that comes through um, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday it doesn't do enough it's it's really not ushering in that cooler air from Canada so we're kind of just we've been stuck with the warm air that's south of us and it hasn't gone anywhere it hasn't been pushed south yet Uh,
1: when are we expecting rain again
3: Uh, I think the mix Sunday Monday Tuesday will be a pretty decent shot still not tracking like a big area of low pressure that would bring us a nice widespread area of rain it's just going to be those hit, and miss deals. Up, hit or miss deals which is frustrating i know a lot but of you know <laughs> what's weird though
1: is is that we've gotten enough rain along the way yes that that, that, that that's kept things reasonably in good yeah. health i mean that's yeah. That's been the blessing.
3: True, very much. There
1: are places that got more than what they really needed. Yeah, they're a
3: little annoyed. But Uh, but
1: there's other places that have, and nobody has been left out, so to speak. Yes, there has been
3: enough days with these widespread but isolated storms that, yeah, through June you've hit it. You've at least gotten thunderstorm activity in your house and um, a pretty good threat again for the beginning of July that we'll kind of have that same setup um which is you know it's not a, a bad thing and summer of 2012 uh was a, a very hot but it was a, a drought set you know what i mean it was a very it was a hot dry summer and dry summer um so to be honest i'll take a, a hot summer that doesn't set us up for a drought i think that it's, it's easier it's a little safer for everyone so i know it's annoying to deal with isolated storms but at least your yard's getting something <laughs>
1: cheaper than the water bill
3: exactly there yeah you go. E-
1: exactly Just exactly helping
3: you out every day well and
1: <laughs> and the other thing is 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 and I, i'm gonna pick on audi over there <laughs> you know i'm sorry it's warm outside but right. it's but it's summertime it's summer it's yes. ohio
3: i know i know i always have to check myself um of course, I want people to be ready and prepared and, and not pass out and not have your pets overheat and that kind yeah. of thing. But I always, I mean, it's a sunny summer day. So drink water and
1: just remember, go find a pool. <laughs> remember this temperature and then remember yes. January or February, how cold it is. And then we all complain about how we'll miss the warm yes. weather. Oh, and
3: Ohio is so cold and snow. <laughs> and I will. I will mark this, this weekend down, guys. So it's I will right. throw it back. It's all right. Thanks,
1: Mark. Good to see you. Good
3: to see you as well. All right,
1: take care. Okay. You, too. you bet. Bye bye. Four five seven twelve ninety is the number of the dial if you'd like to be part of this morning's broadcast. And let's go talk to Carolyn. Carolyn, good morning, and uh, welcome to Garden Talk. Thank you, Mark. Yes, ma'am.
4: I was just wondering, is
5: it okay to use the roundup that has, I think it's called glyphosate in, to kill the grass that's uh, growing around the base of my maple trees?
1: As long as you don't get it on your maple tree, but the only thing is is have you looked at the active ingredient on the label? Yes. And what what does it say?
5: I thought it said something like glyphosate or something like that.
1: Okay, just look at the active ingredients and make sure that it's just glyphosate. Okay. This is why. <laughs> For years, gl- ground quote unquote Roundup was simply glyphosate, okay? Uh-huh. And over time they have taken that sent that molecule of, of glossophate, and then they have added things to it to make it more potent, okay? Mm-hmm. to cause things to die quicker than what it used to. And unfortunately sometimes that materials have things called amazepier and triclopyr and other little nasty components that play havoc on trees. And other plants, so it's real important that when you read the label, read the label thoroughly, and make sure there's no inference or any direction that says "do not apply near or under trees or near tree roots." Okay. Yeah, because I will tell you a story. There was a guy in um, it was in Washington Township, I think, here in Dayton, and he had his one honey locust look really bad. And uh, I kept looking at it and I said, I said, and I asked him on more one occasion, I said, did you use any herbicides near this tree? Oh, no, I did not. And so we walked around his property, got on the side driveway. It was a paver driveway. And I was looking at it's like, man, this is the most weed free paver driveway on the planet. And I said, tell me about the weed control program. I'm back on herbicides again. I said, well, tell me about the weed control program that you use on your lawn, on your driveway. Oh, I am very successful at it. I said, I know you are. Tell me about it. Do you have a bottle? Oh, yeah, and he hands me the bottle. And it said that name on it that I refuse to talk about on the air. And so I'm looking at the label, and I, I flip it over, active ingredient, Glyphosate and imazapyr. Well, he's been basically sublethal lethal dosing his honey locust tree for the last five years, <laughs> thus resulted in over half the tree being dead. And so, because the roots of the tree, you know, roots of trees don't know property lines; they don't know they they'll go under driveways, they'll go places that they that they want to go. And when he applied the weed control to his driveway, he was sublethally dosing uh, the honey locust tree. And, and, and there was another tree in his neighbor's yard that was sick too. All related to how he was controlling weeds on his driveway. So that's why I have been talking so much that you got to read the label and read the precautions on that label. As boring as it is, it will save you tens of thousands of dollars in the in the in the uh, long term. Okay. Okay. Does that help you?
4: It sure did. Thank you very much.
1: Have a good day. Okay. You too. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye. 1290 When we return, more garden talk after this on AM twelve ninety. And News 95.7 WHIO.
2: It's our Ask the Experts weekend on the Miami Valley Radio Station with breaking news, weather, and traffic. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Stocks is our
3: name. Since 1959, the Stocks family mission is to bring you quality plants at affordable prices. In our seven acres of greenhouses, we grow a lovely variety of annuals, perennials, and hanging baskets. Need advice to plant a vegetable garden? Our knowledgeable staff will help. Choose from tomatoes, vegetables, fruit trees, and many varieties of potted herbs. We're here for you year round to serve your gardening needs. Find us in New Lebanon on State Route 35. And
6: Garden Center. Baby boomers have shared their frustration about how much tax they pay. Let me reverse that for you and put the emphasis on saving taxes. This is Chuck Oliver, founder of the Hidden Wealth Solution, and I've been helping clients for over two decades to get their retirement on track and avoid the tax traps. Daily I see clients paying taxes needlessly instead of maximizing their financial future. Learn how to save unnecessary tax and optimize your retirement. Visit retirementprotected.com, retirementprotected.com. The goal of Brookhaven Rehabilitation Center is to get you back to those you love as soon as possible. Hello, I'm Mark
5: Schertzinger, the Executive Director. Our rehabilitation program is designed for patients needing additional rehabilitation after a hospital stay. Our rehab facilities include spacious private and semi-private rooms, private restrooms, separate dining rooms, and fully equipped rehab gym. Brookhaven Retirement Community, Brookville, Ohio. Call 833-2133 or go online to brookhavenoh.org. Brookhaven, expect to be impressed.
7: When you look at your trees, do you see dead or hanging branches? Are leaves turning yellow or falling off? If your trees don't look healthy or if you're worried that they may be unsafe, call the tree care professionals at Arbor Experts, a locally owned and operated tree care company staffed with ISA certified arborists serving Greater Dayton. Visit their website at arbor-experts.com or call them at 937-233-4118. That's Arbor Experts at 233-4118
2: you know that summer weather is unpredictable. Remember that when you hear these tones. You're never more than a few minutes away from urgent Storm Center weather information. Storm Center 7 on the radio is on AM 1290 and News 957 W-H-I-O.
1: Good morning, everybody. It's 7:20. Let's check out the updated weather forecast from Christy Zantini.
3: Mostly sunny skies on this Saturday. Looking like we get to stay dry as well through the afternoon. Highs reach the low 90s, but because of the humidity, it'll feel like we're sitting around 95 to 100. An air pollution advisory continues throughout our Saturday with a heat advisory for Auglaise and Mercer counties. Tonight, mostly clear 73. Tomorrow, again, low 90s, heat index above 95. Could see a shower thunderstorm towards the evening. I'm meteorologist Kirsty Zantini on the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO.
1: A current scan of the new live Doppler HG7 radar um, is clear. We're resting at 71 degrees on the station that you depend on for weather traffic and garden talk. This is AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO.
2: It's an Ask the Experts weekend on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news weather and traffic station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO.
1: And a good Saturday morning to each and every one of you, and thank you for listening to this morning's broadcast. We sure find it an honor and a privilege uh, to be here every Saturday morning and assist you with whatever's going on in your gardening world. I want to talk a little bit about tomatoes here for the next few minutes and uh, talk about how to be successful with your tomatoes. Um, a lot of times folks who grow tomatoes plant them and expect them to produce something, and many times we're very sadly um, disappointed. Um, keep in mind that tomatoes are a plant that are native uh, that is native to Central America. It's a plant that loves the kind of heat that we've got going on right now, but it's a plant that requires a significant amount of cultivation and let's talk about what cultivation is all about Um, if you've got tomatoes in the ground right now they need full sun but they also need an even distribution of water supply throughout the growing season and that water supply needs to begin with you applying water to them so that 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 water plant particularly in these kind of conditions is receiving approximately about an inch to inch and a half of water about every five days. In fact, we typically talk about all plants they typically need about an inch every week. Well, we're now in the kind of temperatures that most plants need about an inch to an inch and a half of water every five days. So in your tomato, with your growing tomatoes this time of year, be sure to be irrigating them. Um, by irrigating them, you're going to reduce the amount of blossoms that are going to be lost to the heat. You're going to also increase the yields and they also the quality of the fruit. But keep in mind that when you go to water your tomatoes, you need to water them so that the foliage does not get wet. Uh, wet fo- tomato is an incredibly susceptible plant to a number of different fungal diseases. And the more that foliage gets wet, the more likelihood that that uh, plant will become um, susceptible to a number of diseases. The second thing that you want to do is increase air movement. Um, with most tomatoes, they require to be caged or they need to be tied. They need to be upright. They cannot be on the ground. If they are on the ground the yields will drop, the plant will become more susceptible to a number of different fungal bacteria, I mean, fungal bi- and bacterial pathogens that will defoliate the plant. And without leaves, you can't make good quality tomatoes. Next is disease management tomatoes, because they are growing very rapidly right now, and we've got high humidities and high temperatures the likelihood of those, of those plants succumbing to a number of diseases like late blight or early blight or septorial leaf spot is high right now. So if you notice any of the foliage on your tomato plants beginning to um, spot, having little spotted spots on its leaves, it's a good telltale sign, ladies and gentlemen, um, to be applying a fungicide, um, to your tomato plants, that tomato that fungicide will help uh, reduce the newly inf- new leaves that form from being infected. And let me explain why. Fungus affects plants by infecting the leaf, which causes it to die. Once a fungus attacks a leaf part, that leaf part will die. That leaf will die. There's not anything you can do about it. But applying a fungicide, fungicides literally provide protection against those newly emerged leaves from being susceptible to those fungi spores. So they, in essence, provide kind of um, a cloth or a cloak around the plant to protect it from being infected. So applying fungicides on a regular basis, particularly to your tomatoes, is a really good best practice to reduce the amount of uh, disease that can affect your plants and ultimately affect the yields of your tomato patch 457 1290 if you got questions about your tomatoes or maybe you've got questions also when it comes to peppers um keep in mind that peppers will likely not set very well in these kind of temperatures i need to let you know that Um, one way that you can reduce that lack of fruit set on your tomato on your peppers is again like the tomatoes applying even distributions of water meaning that if you can water your pepper plants sometime between 4 a.m. and 10 a.m. in the morning, probably once a week, you can definitely increase yields and improve plant quality. Um, You don't want your peppers to dry out. If they dry out, you're going to end up with the same issues of blossom end rot and poor fruit set that you will with tomatoes. So just keep that in mind as well. 457-1290 is the number of the dial. If you've got a question about your trees, your lawn, your landscape, all lines are open with your uh, name on them if you choose to use them. And I do want to remind you, too, coming up at 8 o'clock, we always do the last hour of Garden Talk, which we entitle the Wild and Crazy Hour of Garden Talk, where we do lots of your telephone calls on what plant I am. 457-1290, also in about... Three and a half, four minutes. We'll be joined by Randy Tischer from Green Velvet Sod Farms as we're going to talk about the heat and what it does to your lawn and some of the important tips that you need to know about managing your lawn during the heat of the summer season. Also, I would encourage you, if you have not done this recently, I would encourage you to um, take your lawnmower, clean out the undercarriage of the mower. That's the area that's where the blades spin around. Get all that old dead chunky grass out of there. Also, make sure that those mower blades are taken off and that they are professionally sharpened and balanced. Um, A clean cut on the mower with a a lawn blade on a mower with from a mower will definitely reduce the amount of diseases that affect your turf and more so will improve the appearance of your lawn. Also, um, if you are using any types of pesticides this time of year. be it a herbicide be it an insecticide be it a fungicide make sure you read the label many of these products have restrictions on applying them during high temperature periods of time which can cause for volatilization, and also could cause for plant damage to plants that are nearby in the landscape that may or may not be um, simply affected by it so be sure to read the label and more so follow that label And by doing so, you will end up with a lot less damage in your landscape. 457-1290. Also, one other tip before we head off into the newsroom with Mr. Adi. If you've got container plants, let's say some container porch pots, or you're growing vegetables in containers or pots, um, we're probably at a point in the season, if you haven't done it in the last 30 days or so, go ahead and apply another application of slow-release fertilizers. Um, That would be products like Osmoco, for an example. Those products uh, would be applied to the pot. They are slow-release. They release by water and temperature, and they will add extra nutrition to the the plants that are in those pots because with the way that you're going to need to water those pots with this impending heat, heat wave that we're going to have, It will increase their vitality and, more importantly, improve their health. Into the newsroom with an update on the region as well as the world, plus your telephone calls at 457-1290 on AM 1290 and News 95.7
2: WHIO. The Miami Valley's only radio station for 24-hour breaking news, weather and traffic, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. This is the station Dayton turns to first for live team coverage of breaking news. WHIO Dayton Springfield.
0: Your news starts now. Depend on it. It's 730. I'm Jonah Audi with a WHIO news update. Our top story we're following this hour. Pollution advisory and a heat wave starting in the Miami Valley. We're going to give you the latest on that.
3: I'm meteorologist Kirsty Zantini, heating up for the weekend to look at how hot we get coming up.
0: Well, WHIO triple team traffic so far looking all clear out there on those major freeways and service streets. It's supposed to be a busy weekend in travel. We'll have more news on that coming up. Well, it's another hot day for the Miami Valley, though that may not be saying all of it. We've been keeping our eyes on the heat all week, and it looks like this week may be the first of many above 90 degrees days in a row.
3: This time of year, we talk about the heat index. It's important because it's a feels-like temperature. It looks at how hot it is and how humid it is and gives us a temperature that's closer to how it will feel outside.
0: Meteorologist Kirsty Zantini says for today, the heat index will be closer to 100, while the actual temperature is expected to peak in the low to mid-90s. She has the exclusive forecast coming up in just a moment. Well, that heat isn't slowing down anyone when it comes to 4th of July or general summer vacation plans. This could be a record-breaking weekend for air travel and for. Particular. The TSA was expecting to screen around 2.7 million passengers at checkpoints all over the country Friday. That could make Friday the busiest day ever for airports. WHIO's Sean Cudahy says the, record is, the previous record was set during the weekend after Thanksgiving of 2004. Well, a traffic stop ends with an SUV crashing into a Springfield house. A
7: woman was watching TV when an SUV slammed into her home at Kenton and York Streets. Springfield police—they had tried to pull the vehicle over for speeding, but it took off. Officers tell us they found guns inside that wrecked SUV.
0: WHIO's Amy Fredericks says the sus- the suspect driver, Kevin Cragg, is faced is facing drug charges, and a woman in the vehicle was arrested on outstanding warrants. Now, let's get a quick look at that weather forecast. Here's meteorologist Kirsty Zantini with the latest.
3: An air pollution advisory today and a heat advisory for Mercer and Auglaize counties this afternoon. Everyone, though, will be warm. We'll push to the low 90s, which is above normal. Lots of sunshine for your Saturday, but because of the humidity, it'll feel like we're anywhere from 95 to 100. Heading into tonight, mostly clear, muggy again as we drop to 73. I'm meteorologist Kirsty Zantini on the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO.
0: Well, the latest scan of the live Doppler 7 radar is looking all clear throughout the Miami Valley. Looks like the start of a beautiful day out there. From our studio here on South Main Street, we're seeing abundant sunshine out there. A few clouds here and there in the sky, but already starting to Look like a hot day uh, early, uh, even this early in the morning already in the getting up to the mid 70s, 72 degrees right now in Troy, 73 in Springboro, 71 here in Dayton at 7:33. I'm Jonah Audi on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Depend on it.
6: Hi everyone, Pete Casuja here to tell you about our annual Fourth of July sale. Now we're closed on the holiday because we want to have a picnic too, but we'll have some great deals for you all week so you can spruce up your yard for your party. We have flats of annuals starting at $8.99, shrubs as low as $8.95, and fabulous hanging baskets as low as $6.95. We have lots of planters full of proven winter plants ready to take home and enjoy. No extra work needed. We still have a huge selection of shade trees and fruit trees, weeping cherries, and Japanese maples. And we have planters and pottery by the semi-load. If you need to finish your spring project, come on out to 1309 Brand Pike. But remember, we'll be closed on the 4th.
0: Partnerships can be a wonderful thing. Together people can achieve things they never could alone, but sometimes good partnerships go bad. When that happens, people together achieve less than they could alone, or so they believe. Marriage is like that, but it's also much more than that. On the one hand, marriage is by far the most important partnership anyone will ever join. Everything people own or care about, even kids, become a sort of partnership property. On the other hand, marriage is also a lifetime commitment, for better or for worse. That makes marriage a unique partnership. Personal success is less important than partnership success. Unfortunately, the marital partnership is a fragile one. Only one partner's vote is necessary to destroy it. Hello, I'm Joe Cordell of Cordell and Cordell. Our firm represents men whose partners have cast that vote. Contact Cordell and Cordell to schedule an appointment with one of our firm's Dayton area attorneys, a partner men can count on.
2: Online at cordellcordell.com, forty thirty one Colonel Glenn Highway, first floor, Beaver Creek, Ohio, four five four three one. This is Clark Howard. If breaking news happens, we break in anytime. W H I O. How can you grow a better lawn? Let's go in the grass with Randy Tisher of Green Velvet Sod Farms on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO.
1: Good morning, Mr. Tisher. Good morning, sir. Getting warm out.
8: <laughs> yeah, I'm not really uh, too much of a fan of these 90 degree days, uh, personally, and I know my uh, my uh, my sod farm and all the grass we grow don't much like it either, so i uh i don't know i'm I'm never happy mark that's what it boils down to It's either too hot or too cold
5: <laughs> it's okay randy
8: well you you know the you know the saying that i've always i, I gotta re i got I got I gotta give you my my saying yeah. it it's it was hanging on the wall on a thermometer up in michigan uh and it it's still hanging there, and I remembered it ever since I looked at it as a little kid. it says uh as a rule, a man is a fool when it's hot, he wants it cool. When it's cool, he wants it hot. What it is, he wants it not. And that's about the way I am. If it's uh, if it's, if it's hot, I want it cold, cooled down. If it's in the middle of the winter and freezing cold, I want it to warm up. I'm just never happy, Mark.
1: <laughs> but you know something, Randy, that we've got here that a lot of people don't have. What's that? We have grass. <laughs> well, we do. we do. I will tell drugs. you. I tell you why I say that. Um, I was, I was in Southern California this week, yeah, and uh, I was kind of missing some very interesting places, and, and I was telling Kim um, I was, where I was at, you know, the, 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 the landscape there is, is, it's a dry, hot, dry place where I was at, and uh, most of the people don't have grass. Yeah. They have rocks and yucca and and maybe an occasional palm tree and if they do have anything that's green it might be astroturf in the backyard. Yeah, you're you're quite right. And uh, it's brown there and you know I I I came home and I I appreciated grass. It's just I like grass. Grass is nice. I can walk on it and it and it looks pretty, and I can, my dogs can run on it, and and it's cooler to In fact, I will tell you, Randy, when it's this warm outside, my dogs are happy when I walk them because they can walk in the lawn, and it's a lot cooler than that hot pavement is.
8: Well, it is, and uh, for uh, this is where I, I, I throw my jab into all these uh, plastic sports fields. But uh, this time of the year, when we get temperatures almost 100 degrees, when you uh, take the temperature the surface temperature of the of the turf mm-hmm. on on these plastic sports field with ground up tires for uh, for infield mix uh, uh those fields get so hot i've seen tennis shoes melt uh, i've seen pictures of tennis shoes actually actually get hot enough to melt and uh and you then take the temperature of natural grass and and the temperature is dramatically cooler. So uh, I uh, I don't envy anybody that has to play on an artificial sports field uh, with these kind of temperatures. It's almost cruel and humane punishment to do so.
5: Yep,
1: yep. And that's why I said I, I have a whole new appreciation of grass.
8: Yeah, you know, these artificial fields, I get on that little high horse there. They actually. Uh, everybody thinks you don't have to water them. The the fields get so hot that they have to install irrigation systems just to keep the temperatures down for a few minutes, so that people don't scald their feet in those fields. It's it's ridiculous. Natural turf. It's the only way to go, Mark.
0: <laughs> All right. There you go. I'm, I'm a
8: little. Bit, and the other thing, uh, you, and you said it right about turf. When and um, we were going to talk about how to take care of turf when it. Yeah when it does get this hot but you said it right about an hour ago I was listening to you the best thing to do when it gets 90 or 95 degrees for your lawn is absolutely nothing mm-hmm. uh stay off of it with with just about everything other than your nice little feet and uh you know enjoy it certainly but this is certainly not the time to uh to be applying herbicides to uh to even be mowing it you said it right uh, sometimes the best thing to do with your lawn when it gets this hot is just nothing at all.
1: Yep, yep. And and that's and that's the kind of the take home message today that we're kind of in that point in time when we really need to be kind of, you know, hunkering down and let's just get through this thing because something called falls coming up and the time in which we have the opportunity to kind of repair and fix everything's coming up. And uh, sometimes it's just a little bit better to do nothing than just do something. But uh, you gave us some really important tips, Randy, um, about uh, mowing and, and, and fertility and the use of herbicides and pesticides this time of year. And please share them, sir.
8: Well, you know, we posted a nice, uh, for, for all those that want to go on your blog, uh, it's all there. Uh, but, uh, you know, the watering, you water, and you, you've been preaching this all day today already, but... Uh, If you're going to water in in your yard, technically needs an inch of water a week to remain in good, healthy condition. Now, that's an inch of water either from Mother Nature or from your irrigation system, but water early in the morning. And uh, and the best rule of thumb is water infrequently uh, and heavy. Uh, Probably the worst thing you can do is tease your lawn with uh, little four or five minute or 10 minute little, uh, little spritz of water five or six times a day. That's just, going to promote a very shallow root system, but water deeply and water early in the morning. Always put your lawn to bed at night in a dry condition. Never have those leaves wet. Uh, when it gets this hot, fungus uh, goes crazy and it loves a wet leaf at night. Uh, don't fertilize when it's hot and the soil's dry. I mean, uh, uh, when we get up into these 90-degree temperatures, don't, uh, you know, I, I personally suggest you don't do much fertilization. You don't, uh, uh, and you're right, read the label, Mark. Uh, most of these herbicides will tell you that when it gets above 85 degrees, don't use them. Uh, yep. uh, they just are, most of them are not made to be used when we get temperatures above 85 degrees to kill broadleaf weeds and whatnot. So, you know, read the label, read the label, read the label. How many times do you have to say that? uh but uh, uh and then if you've got shade shade is so temperamental to begin with that uh uh you know there's been a lot of studies that say you you know using any herbicide on turf that's in the shade uh is uh, is even even more of a of a death sentence uh grass has a tough enough time growing in the shade alone right but uh but uh, when it gets this hot just sort of leave that alone uh, and then mowing, uh, I know, and I keep quoting my friend Joe Rimmelsbaugh up at Ohio State University, but he's a plant pathologist. He sees these diseases uh, every day. He lives with them, and he will tell you that mowing is probably the single most important thing you can do. Mow correctly, mow with a sharp mower blade, a sharp, well balanced mower blade. You're right. Clean out the deck of your, the underside of the deck of the mower, yep. mow in different directions. And of course, uh, when it does get this hot and dry, sometimes the best thing to do is not mow at all. But uh, but a uh, a good sharp mower blade will do more to enhance the health of your plant during the summer heat than anything else you can uh, you can imagine. So and then raise the raise the mower deck. Mow uh, mow with a sharp mower blade, but but raise the deck. Uh, uh, the rooting system is directly proportionate to the mowing height. Uh, if you mow higher, your roots of your grass will tend to be a little deeper. If you want that golf course, one inch or half an inch, or you know you want to mow it real, real low, what you're also going to do is reduce the the roots of your grass uh, proportionally. So, mow it high and mow it with a sharp, sharp mower blade. Easy things to do, uh, easy things to do, but uh, but so important when you're taking care of turf this time of the year.
1: Mr. Tisher, as always, thank you so much. Have a great and glorious day. Hope you have a good Fourth of July, and uh, it will get better, sir.
8: Well, you see, <laughs> that's the beautiful thing about Ohio. If you don't like it one day, just wait. It's going to be different.
1: So, exactly you're, right. Exactly.
8: You're exactly right. I, I will. And, and the Fourth of July is sort of a weird uh, part of the week this week. I don't know whether to... I don't know whether you're supposed to enjoy 4th of July before or after. Or
1: oh, not. I know. I know. It's, it's all mixed up. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's, it's all mixed should,
8: up. 4th of July should never be allowed to be made on a Wednesday or, or right in the middle of the week. I,
1: I agree with you, Mr. Tischer. Well, you have a good day and enjoy your family, sir. I'll do it, sir. Thank you, Mark. You bet. Bye-bye.
2: you've been in the grass with randy tischer of green velvet Zod farms our ask the expert phone lines are open to answer your gardening and landscape questions call mark weber at 457-1290 it's our ask the expert weekend on am 1290 and news 957 w h i o
1: 457-1290 is the number of the dial let's head back to the telephone lines and uh Let's go talk to Bob, and Bob's got some questions. Bob, good morning. Morning, Mark. How can good I help talk you? To you?
5: Thank you. Hey, uh, I'm not a avid listener. I only listen not not even once a month, but I appreciate what I hear. And I'm curious if you can recommend uh, an arborist or the equivalent uh, for a guy like me who has a two and a half acres where the original owner planted over 200 250 trees and shrubs uh, 20 years ago and it's beautiful in a lot of ways. It's excessive though in some ways and it is difficult to keep up with both with the uh, tree perimeters, bush perimeters and then just in general uh, a lot of things grow up too close together. Got a lot of uh, seeds from birds that grow up in the scotch pine and blue spruce and i would i just i know i probably need a professional out to to just give me some recommendations but i with so much i'm not asking to come look at one or two trees with a disease i i don't even know if i can afford that does the state uh extension offices do they do anything like that or or what can you offer me
1: well i think you need to build a relationship (laughs) okay Um, I think you need to build a relationship with a, with a, with, if you, if most of the property is made up of trees. I think you need to build a relationship with a certified
5: arborist. Yeah.
1: Okay. Cause I, I, I well, the thing that I find and, and, and Bob, I'm going to speak from somebody that's been consulting to clients for over 20 plus years. Okay. Um, what I find are people who build relationships with, um a professional for example I have a great relationship with my accountant okay um something comes up I call my accountant up and he tells me what he thinks and and Ralphie takes good care of my wife and me and he's been with us since the beginning okay I call him I in fact I call him Ralphie <laughs> um, and I will tell you people that have built relationships with my business, Mark Webber's landscaping have the, we have these inc- incredible relationships where they call us up and tell us about a tree and go, yeah, we saw that tree, you know, five years ago or six years ago. And, you know, this is what we know about it and this is what we suggest. And, you know, and, and, and but the, the, the relationship is a two way street too, Bob. Relationships also in the world of business are all about um, loyalty to the, that person that you build that relationship with. Okay. And sure. um, a lot of folks will, you know, call, you know, offices like mine and they want lots of free advice. But oh, yeah. at, at the same time, they don't want to pay because when you call my office, I'm going to charge you to come to your property and do an inspection. I just do. Right. Um, right. I believe that you know the investment that that I that I make in myself, in education, my investment I make in my employees and equipment and technology. I need to pay that investment back. I'm sorry, Absolutely. but I don't work for free, and I and Absolutely. I work for free every week here on the radio. But you know that's what I do because it's in my DNA. But during the week when I you know I I gotta pay for. Everything. So you got to pay for your time and everything else, and so you got to realize, as a customer, that you also have to return that um, confidence level back to the to the to the to the contractor, be it the arborist, that you understand that that we have to do continue education and we have to do a lot of things to maintain that that level of intellectual honesty. And what I'm kinda of going with this, Bob, is is you need someone who has intellectual honesty, meaning that when they come to your house and they look at the tree, they say, Bob, that tree looks like blah and it's not and and what always should be the underlying principle in maintenance of trees and landscaping should always be safety, okay? safety <laughs> because trees do one thing that a lot of plants don't do and that's get big and defy gravity, okay? And yeah. what comes up must come down, okay? And unfortunately a lot of a lot of people that own trees think that they're going to defy gravity till till you know the San Andreas fault cracks off and and California falls into the Pacific Ocean. You know, it's kind of like They require maintenance, and maintenance means you have to prune things and cut things down when they get really bad. So um, so my suggestion is, Bob, you go to a website called treesaregood.org, and you can look up under your zip code the number of practicing certified arborist and board-certified master arborists. Then you'll find my name there and a few other pretty good people there, and you can decide which one you want to work with trees are good okay trees are good.org and realize when you when you hire a certified and you work with certified arborist you're working with people that have passed an examination um in a case of a board certified master more than one examination and they have maintained that certification over the years for example uh, a certified arborist has to re- meet gain 30 continuing credit accredited, accredited hours every three years that's 10 and I, ten a year of continuing education in the case of a board certified master arborist like myself I have to retain gain no less than six excuse me no less than 60 credit hours 20 in separate three separate categories every three years okay does that make sense to you sir okay good luck to you and thanks for calling garden talk When we continue, more of your calls and, of course, more talking gardening, plants and trees and landscaping on AM 1290 and News 957 WHIO.
2: When the Miami Valley gets hit with breaking news, severe weather or traffic tie ups, depend on us for up to the minute information. AM 1290 and News 957 WHIO.
3: Call Logan AC and Heat Services now and save up to $1,800 on a qualifying train system and get 0% APR financing for 60 months. It's hard to stop a train. The home of fast, friendly service, Logan Services.
7: When you look at your trees, do you see dead or hanging branches? Are leaves turning yellow or falling off? If your trees don't look healthy or if you're worried that they may be unsafe, call the tree care professionals at Arbor Experts, a locally owned and operated tree care company staffed with ISA certified arborists serving Greater Dayton. Visit their website at arbor-experts.com or call them at 937-233-4118. That's Arbor Experts at 233-4118.
6: Baby boomers have shared their frustration about how much tax they pay. Let me reverse that for you and put the emphasis on saving taxes. This is Chuck Oliver, founder of the Hidden Wealth Solution, and I've been helping clients for over two decades to get their retirement on track and avoid the tax traps. Daily, I see clients paying taxes needlessly instead of maximizing their financial future. Learn how to save unnecessary tax and optimize your retirement. Visit retirementprotected.com, retirementprotected.com.
7: David Cemetery offers many options for your cremation, from niches in our mausoleums and columbariums to a ground burial in our traditional grave spaces or scattering in our remembrance circle. Like traditional burial, placing a cremation in a columbarium or mausoleum niche offers family and friends a physical location for memorialization. For more information, call 937 434 2255 or go to davidcemetery.com. David Cemetery, generations of care.
3: Call A.C. and Heat Services now and save up to $1,800 on a qualifying train system and get 0% APR financing for 60 months. It's hard to stop a train. The home of fast, friendly service, Logan Services.
7: I am so sick of this weather. It is so hot. I wish I could stay inside all day.
2: Tired of this hot weather? Listen all weekend long for Storm Center 7 updates as we tell you what you need to know about our current heat wave on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WA.
1: Good morning, everybody. It's 754. Let's check out the updated weather forecast from News Center 7.
3: Mostly sunny skies on this Saturday, looking like we get to stay dry as well through the afternoon. Highs reach the low 90s, but because of the humidity, it'll feel like we're sitting around 95 to 100. An air pollution advisory continues throughout our Saturday with a heat advisory for Auglaise and Mercer counties. Tonight, mostly clear 73. Tomorrow, again, low 90s, heat index above 95, could see a shower, thunderstorm towards the evening. I'm meteorologist Kirsty Zantini on the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO.
1: A current scan of the new live Doppler HD7 radar shows clear conditions. We've got 71 degrees in downtown Dayton, Ohio, on the station that you depend on for weather traffic and garden talk, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO.
2: Dayton and Springfield Station for 24-hour news, weather, and traffic. And our Ask the Expert weekends, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO.
1: And a good morning to each and every one of you. Let's head back to the telephone lines here on Garden Talk, and let's go talk to Jennifer. Jennifer, good morning.
4: Good morning. I wanted to confirm the proper treatment, proper timing for the treatment for the emerald ash borer for my ash trees. I, I thought I had a relationship with an arborist I contracted for my third treatment back in March. They haven't come. I called the end of May. She said it was an odd spring that the temperatures were cold, but now I'm at the end of June and wondering what the prognosis is for my trees.
1: (sighs) Okay. What were we treating with? What chemical, what chemistry were we using, using?
4: I don't know. They were shooting something up into the trunk. It takes like an hour to
1: Okay. Absorb. Were we doing this yearly or every two years? We were or?
4: doing every two years.
1: Okay, so, Jennifer, what they likely were using was a material called immaculate benzoate. Um, a trade name, I think, is triage. Yes, yeah,
4: okay. that
1: is it. Um, I, I have a, I, I'm going to give you some analysis here, Jennifer, that you may or may not want to hear. Uh-oh. Uh, okay. Um, I have a real problem with injecting trees. Oh. And let me explain why every time you cut a tree every time you drill a hole into a tree you create a wound okay okay and trees do compartmentalize and manage decay through something called it or compartmentalization of decay in trees however <laughs> i have cut open enough trees in my career where they have been repetitively wounded by injection ports to find lots and lots and lots of trunk decay okay and because they're, because the tree compartmentalizes the decay zone doesn't necessarily mean that that decay zone is always going to be protected from not causing the tree to break over and fall over in a windstorm okay. and the best practices and i go back to what we call best practices and best practices of tree injection as written by, I think his name was Tom Smiley and a few other people is, is that if you can treat the tree without drilling a hole into it, treat the tree that way versus drilling a hole into it. Okay. So what I would suggest is that you look at using, there's a material out there called um, Diteferon, or it's also AK, I think the trade name is Safari. I think it's the other name. Safari is a, is a neonicotoid that's is really good at EAB control or emerald ash borer bore control. Uh-huh. It can be applied as a bark spray where you apply it as a spray or you can apply it as a drench at the base of the tree. And it can be used right now and you would probably wipe out any EAB that's inside the tree without drilling any holes into the tree. Well, that'd be good. So I would suggest you call a certified arborist and work with them and and stay away from drilling holes in trees.
4: Well, I have a certified arborist and I'm a little disappointed that he's been drilling holes in my trees.
1: And and, and Jennifer, this is a this is a, one of these topics that irritates some arborists that I bring it up, okay? It's one of these fuzzy little characteristic topics that some people get really mad at me about bringing it up, but Jennifer, I, will sh- I can give you probably five scientifically peer-reviewed journals that talk about what I just described and the long-term consequences of drilling holes in trees for a really long period of time. And where I come from is, is I don't want to damage the tree and I don't want to cause a defect that will later haunt this tree related to its ability to manage a load related to a wind event.
4: Yeah, me neither, because I'm paying a lot
1: of money for it. <laughs> yeah, and, 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 and people in my industry, will t- there are arborists that get really angry when I bring this up, but if you look at the work that Dr. Alex Shigo did on sugar maples, where he showed what happened when we repetitively drilled holes in the trees for the, for the production of maple syrup on sugar maple, it shows dramatic decay that occurred related to that repetitive drilling. And Shigo went on to say that, you know, he said during that, during that research work that we should not be drilling holes in the sugar maples as often as what we do to produce maple syrup, that we should need to, frankly, give the trees a rest. All
4: so, right, so this is my blessing in disguise that they haven't been out. Yeah. Okay.
1: And, and, the, and the good news is, and the other thing that we need to really look at, Jennifer, is structure of those ash trees. The thing that I find is a lot of people treat ash trees that, frankly, they're stru- they're, those trees are structurally inept, <clears throat> meaning that they've got all kinds of what they call bark inclusions and, and, and branch structures that are likely to fail under normal weather conditions. Mm-hmm. Those issues need to be abated well before we spend any money with injections or any type of treatment. That we A lot of times people are treating trees that, frankly, shouldn't have never been treated in the first place. So I think you really need to have those trees looked at from a, from a total view, structurally sufficient as well as health-wise, and, and make some decisions based on that and what science says would be the best way to manage those trees long-term. Jennifer, good luck to you, okay? Thank you so
6: much.
0: Bye-bye.
1: Well, folks, that'll wrap it up for hour number two. Stand by, Javon and everybody else. The wild and crazy hour of Garden Talk lies ahead in the next hour of Garden Talk on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO with your opportunity to win a $25 gift card to Knowwood on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO.
2: From our downtown Dayton McAfee Heating and Air Studios, WHIO AM Dayton, WHIO FM Pleasant Hill, a Cox Media Group Station.